0: what's new and what's news mundo on 710 kcmo
1: so back in 1969 the state of missouri was the 13th largest in the country in terms of population today it is now 18th and uh, over the weekend, census data release showed 52 Missouri counties lost population in 2018. It's an issue we've talked about actually this week on the show. Patrick Tui, Show Me Institute, a uh, think tank based in Missouri, joining us here on KCMO. Patrick, this is happening obviously not just in Missouri. It's happening in Kansas. It's happening all over the country. Uh, what has your research showing you on why? Well,
0: I think people are going where the opportunities are. And really, the economic drivers in states and the country are, are cities. It's where the jobs are. Mm-hmm. It's where the opportunities are. Um, and it's a tough problem because uh, lots of local communities are, are trying to combat it. And it raises a lot of what I think are compelling public policy questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems to be the trend. It seems to be kind of the trend of free people moving freely. And I there are risks in standing in the way of that.
1: Yeah, so I you know, I, I lived in a very rural part of Oklahoma up by the panhandle, and um, you saw some of those local communities around it. The town I was in was 10,000 people. That was the big town, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you had a lot of those small communities around you that were 500 to 1,500 that were shrinking, or you had a lot of um, immigrants from South America, Central America moving in for, I guess, ag jobs. But this is going on all over the country. Uh, The only conclusion I've come to is that maybe giving making sure that there is more broadband access and looking at Internet like you would roads and infrastructure is the only solution I can think of to help these communities without using too much government to try to screw up a bigger problem.
0: So there's a story that's kind of I don't know that it's a true story, but it's a good story. And it's uh, uh, President Eisenhower was president of Columbia College Mm -hmm. for a while and they were laying sidewalks. And two different groups of engineers came to Eisenhower and said, well, here's our plan for sidewalks. And the other guy said, well, here's our plan for sidewalks. And they weren't the same. And so Eisenhower said, well, why don't we hold off for a year, see where the students walk, mm-hmm. and then pour sidewalks on the well-tread parts of campus. And so they did, and they found out where the students were actually walking and poured the concrete there. The point of that story is, I think government can observe uh, people's movements, the free mm-hmm. choices they're making, and uh, and... And react accordingly. If uh, population areas are growing, if population areas are shrinking, and it can, you know, react to that, maybe uh, rural Wi-Fi or broadband or something mm-hmm. like that is a good idea. But if the government is going to try to incentivize people to stay where they are, and and a lot of times our welfare programs kind of do that. Yeah. You know, you 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 don't have to move to get a job because your industry moved. You can stay because there are welfare benefits to keep you there. That's really dangerous because it kind of uh, distorts the free market, and the free market is what has made us the wealthiest country in the world in a very short amount of time. The, the other problem I've observed is I was down in um, – oh, I'm forgetting the name now. Mount Vernon? Uh, Mount Vernon, thank you. Mount Vernon, Missouri. And uh, – I talked with a member of the city council, and I was talking about TIF and about subsidies, and, and he said, you know, our kids are graduating high school and they're moving away, and we're very afraid that the town's just going to dry up and, and blow away. And I don't know what to tell a, a county commissioner. And they weren't
1: city... going to, like, Kansas City, St. Louis, right?
0: No, no. They're going to Joplin. They're going to Springfield, kind mm-hmm. of the, 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 the bigger towns nearby. And so uh, what happens is what happens in Kansas City is a, a developer comes along and says, you know, I don't care where on this 10 mile strip of the highway I'm going to put a Walmart, but I can pit the three towns that are next to each other against each other and, and try to get as much subsidies. And so they're being played against each other. And it's really heartbreaking because the people who run these towns want the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know what to do. I, I frankly, this isn't a satisfying answer to give. I don't know that there is anything to do. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you, you can imagine a county government that is seeing its population shrink. Its overhead stays the same. Yeah. Uh, so what does it start doing? It, does it want to say we, we need fewer police officers? We need fewer administrators? We need to lower our our services because we don't want to raise our taxes? I mean, no organization, much less a government, handles shrinking well. No, no. Uh, but But these are the questions we have to ask ourselves just because it made sense for a a town to exist in 1900 yeah. doesn't mean that the
1: there's same, reason for that town to exist in 2020.
0: And that sounds brutal. But I think we've got to understand that the free market is what made us great. Free people choosing freely. And we tinker with that at great risk.
1: But do you think um, it, it's it's been driven in part by the fact that these rural communities, which are great uh, great communities in great parts of the country, the the jobs you mentioned are now in urban, suburban areas, right? That's a big part of it. And also, is it just that the ag jobs, a lot of them maybe are, are more machine operated? They're done by big conglomerates instead of mom and pops. How much does all that factor in?
0: Well, certainly, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Commercial or industrial farming um, is so much more efficient. Yeah. Uh, Than kind of the family farms that we are um, nostalgic for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the capital, they have the expertise, um, and they have the economy to scale to produce. And again, that's what that's what makes this country great. That's why food is so cheap and abundant in the United States. But what you tell the uh, the farm family that's struggling to get by, you know, think mm-hmm. of uh, uh, John Cougar Mellencamps and the, the the Farm Aid and all that stuff. What do you tell those families you know you can't you know the joke a few months ago was you know hashtag learn to code and and the whole point of that was it's not a satisfying answer to give Mm -hmm. you know you can't just say to people who've uh, been 20 years in industry you know you really should become a computer programmer but but it is a real problem Um, it is a real public policy challenge and my fear is that government with all the good intentions in the world is going to come in and make things so much worse.
1: Patrick Toohey, Show Me Institute, Missouri-based think tank. Um, and we're seeing this now in Kansas City now, where you're seeing some of these rural communities in our metro, Patrick, shrinking as kids graduate college, maybe get their college degree, and then move to the what would be traditionally considered the metro region, mm-hmm. I guess.
0: Yeah, that's right. And so you see this around the country. So what's happening in Kansas City and in St. Louis, and, and on the Kansas side of Kansas City as well, is you're seeing a lot of um, migration uh, but not from outside the state. What mm-hmm. you see is so people in the in the the rural communities around a city moving into the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, Missouri's population is pretty flat. Kansas City's is pretty flat. But to the degree that we're gaining anything, it's it's the the rural communities around us that are emptying
1: out. Interesting, and that's something that I mean that trend it does not appear to be slowing down any.
0: No, it really doesn't. And again, I, I don't have any answers. I think it's an important thing to consider. I think we, you know, government ought Damn to... Damn it, deserved. Patrick, you're
1: here for answers, <laughs> man.
0: Well, uh, how about this? I think it's important we ask the right questions. Yeah. Sometimes the first thing out of somebody's mouth is, well, how can government help? Yeah. And, and you're already wrong. Yes. You're already well, wrong <laughs> when you're setting that as the framework. But look, um, the government should be able to observe. People are moving. And um, how how can we exist in this in this reality. I drove with my kids two years ago out to San Diego. It was a great trip. And at one point, I was driving on the small road through Colorado, and I was just watching the phone wires, you know, that you, mm-hmm. you kind of get if you yeah, drive in along, trance, Yeah, yep, yep. exactly. And I was just thinking, you know, a lot of people would say, well, uh, say to me, Patrick, um, you know, you're just anti-government, you hate everything. But the government had to come and put this road down, and the government had to put these wires. And, and so what's the difference in, in what you're driving on and seeing now than Than other big policy. And the difference is when it came to roads and when it came to rural electrification and phone lines, the government was reacting to what Mm -hmm. the people did. The people went in this direction, so the government followed and provided services. And I think that's valuable. What I don't like is when the government says, we're going to build this over here. This is where to we're make you want it and make exactly to make you want it. We know better. Mm-hmm. We're going to urban plan. This is we're going to put a streetcar because these are the places we want you to go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think when it comes to rural uh, uh, broadband or, or whatever that 4G, 5G, yep. it's, it's all over my head. I think it's fine if the government responds to the market demands of the people. But if the government comes in and says, we really want you to stay in this rural community, and so we're going to offer subsidies to developers, we're going to maintain the uh, government bureaucracy in this area, um, we're going to provide welfare benefits, you end up with a really distorted market, and and that's just not good.
1: He's Patrick Toohey's Show Me Institute. Patrick, always great to talk to you, man. Thanks for coming in. It's my pleasure. Thank you.